Hey everyone, it's Emily. Um, unfortunately, with this episode, we had some technical difficulties. It really sucked. I'm sorry. I had to cut out quite a bit of this podcast, so I'm sorry if it sounds a little choppy in the editing. Um, good news is we're working on some new episodes and a lot of editing is going into them and they're going to be awesome and have a ton of music in them. And it's going to be really cool. So please forgive us for this podcast as it is right now. And hopefully we will not have these issues in the future. We love you guys. Thank you. everyone welcome to soulmates podcast i'm emily and i'm rachel and today we are going to be talking all about our experience as panelists Woo! Woo! i i'm sorry i'm having like a nostalgic moment like <laughs> I, w- I was just like emily how long have we been doing this and the first panel i can remember doing was year two of SwampCon. year two was it year two it was year two. Oh, yeah I guess, yeah. Yeah, year two. Damn. <laughs> yeah, because um, I was the convention coordinator of year three. Yeah. So it was year two. That's nuts. <laughs> That's nuts. That's like 2009. No, we were- No, in- not 2009. Oh my god. Excuse me. We were in 2000, 2013. 2013. That's what I meant. We are not that old. <laughs> You're like, don't give away our secrets. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's been a solid five years. At least, At yeah. least, yeah. We uh, just did our panels at TigerCon, but we were guests at TigerCon. Guests! Yes. <laughs> um, thank you so much, TigerCon. Uh, we had a lot of fun meeting you all. Thank you so much for coming, and this is our podcast that you're hopefully now listening to. Hello, welcome. Welcome. Join our weird tribe. Hello. <laughs> Okay, so we're just going to talk about our experiences, good and bad, just as straight-up panelists, um, because we have done a lot of panels at many different conventions. Yes. So I'm going to start with the good. The exceptionally good. The best panel experience I've ever had was at Momocon, and Rachel and I love Momocon. Yes, it is a great con. It is a great con. Four days so much content. They have content from 8 in the morning to 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, for four days, almost. And they always have really good guests. They have an arcade room that's now open 24 hours. They have really good artist alley and just, like, overall, a really fun convention. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. About last year, so 2017 and this year, I was like, you know, why don't I just submit a panel? I'm probably gonna go anyway. And they accepted it. And what I didn't expect, but what was really nice, is that they gave me two free tickets to this convention. Like, saving me almost $80. (laughs) That was amazing. And they actually treated me with a lot of respect. They were really happy that I was giving them free content for their paid convention, which is how it should be. Yeah, straight up. Panelists only add to the convention experience, and they're pretty much doing it for free. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like the least you could do is give them a free ticket. Some conventions don't do that. 
Dragon Con doesn't do that. Even though I did have a really nice positive experience at Dragon Con, I still had to pay my $80 for the very early bird ticket. And, like, I accept that. It's yeah. Dragon Con. The only way to get a free ticket at Dragon Con is to volunteer. So they think panelists are different from volunteers, but honestly, you're volunteering your time when you're a panelist yeah. and providing free entertainment. So I think they should be treated the same, but Dragon Con doesn't do that. Though, um, with a convention as big as Dragon Con, you can reach a lot more people than, yeah, you know, your standard regional. So. I was really excited to do Dragon Con. I was also really nervous. Hi, people from Dragon Con, if you're still listening. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I really had a really fun time. People at Dragon Con are, like, down to clown. So <laughs> Down to clown. <laughs> so, yeah, Dragon Con was a good experience, though I wish they could have maybe taken some money off of our ticket, but that's another con I'm going to go to anyway. So, yeah, might as well do some promotion for the podcast while we were there. Those were overwhelmingly positive. Let's talk about SwampCon. Yeah. So SwampCon is uh, very near and dear to our hearts. Uh, it's a convention that's put on by the uh, University of Florida Anime Club and um, affiliated students with Anime Club. And it's something that one of our, I don't know how you would say that, one of our... Um, she was older than us, and she was... She was our senpai. Yeah, she was <laughs> She was basically our senpai. Um, she started it with a few leading members of organizations that existed at the time, um, Sci-Fi Club and Gator Tabletop, I think, something yeah. like that. Those organizations, to my knowledge, uh, still... Uh, they pretty much fell by the wayside, and they never really came into fruition again. So, basically, Anime Club took it over. I was the convention coordinator for SwampCon year three. Emily was the panel coordinator that year. Ever since then, all of us, myself, Emily, and our friend Nick have been really heavily embroiled in making sure that the convention is a success. Even through this past year, we have, you know, gotten less and less of a role, less and less of a hand, because we obviously want to pass it on to new folks as they come up the line through um, Anime Club as an organization. But SwampCon has really grown over the years. Year three, um, when I was a convention coordinator, and even year one and two, we were kind of even wondering if it was going to continue on past those years. The rights union is where we hold SwampCon. Um, it's been through a lot of construction lately. There's just been a lot of capital improvement projects that they've been doing um, around the student union, uh, which has impacted SwampCon and impacted attendance. But overall, we're really proud to um, go back to SwampCon as panelists and still be there. So any critiques that that we give just know if you're listening anyone who is a part of SwampCon it's just because we love you and we want the convention to be awesome and that being said our SwampCon experience has been overwhelmingly positive there have been some fuck-ups um of course but mostly we just have love for SwampCon the year you were panel coordinator I had to do a panel by myself and it was in the auditorium and they there just wasn't an HDMI converter so I had to borrow someone else's computer, and then the internet didn't work, and then their computer froze, and I had to just talk on the mic. And then um, <laughs> I played a video, because it was the only thing that would load, and then I was like, I'm sorry, guys, just leave. So that was really sucky, that yeah. um, the proper tech wasn't there. You live and you learn. Um, another, <laughs> another whoopsie from SwampCon was... um. The first time we did it, 
we got so many people in such a tiny room. We probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I mean, also keep in mind that a lot of the conventions we have really great experiences at have tons of staff. Yeah. SwapCon is run by students and uh, rights union staff helps out a little bit. So any of these like mistakes, I mean, I don't want to say kids, but like they're in their like early 20s, you know, late teens. They're doing the best that they can. Additionally, you know, that was before the, our, our first experience with the small meeting room. It's because they had small meeting rooms. I know. Now they have a much better setup as far as um, auditorium space. So our experience this year was really good, I thought. Yeah. Also, when you had to leave halfway through our panel to help with the drag show two yeah. years ago. Yeah, just um, some scheduling stuff because we do help out with the Swamp Con drag show. Yeah. So just, uh, you know, scheduling things. Like, we try not to, we try to make sure people know if we're involved in more than one thing so they don't schedule them at conflicting times. Sometimes that happens, though. Right. Um, but, like, fun stuff. I remember about SwampCon, just, like, talking one-on-one with people, talking to people who aren't from Gainesville, who came to Gainesville, like, from smaller, yeah. smallish towns, and they might not have people that they can talk to in person right. about the stuff that they like, and... It was just really fun. I really like playing our Guess That K-pop game because people get really into it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, who doesn't like games? Exactly. I And, I mean, a lot of people like to poo-poo on SwampCon because a lot of high school students go to it. But high school students need places to go to be weird and nerdy. Um, and I really like talking to either kids that are in high school or, you know, kids that are early in college that are looking for a place where they could be accepted or looking for a place where they can go to talk about stuff. Like, it just, it warms my heart. Yeah. We love you, SwampCon. Yeah, we love you, SwampCon. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Let's talk about some not-so-fun experiences. Um, uh. <laughs> so, we're going to name this convention only because it's dead. <laughs> it's not coming back. It, it's not coming back. Girl, UmiCon. Woo! UmiCon. <laughs> Woo-wee, buddy. Yeah. Okay, so this was like... All right, pros. <laughs> in Daytona. It was in Daytona, so at least we got to go to the beach. It was... Cons. <laughs> The con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get there and we're told, we're doing two panels and we're told, oh, you need to do five hours to get free tickets. None of this was brought up to no. us beforehand. Nope. Not in any sort of communication via email, not on their website, not on their panelist rules, nothing. So we were like, what? Yeah. We're not doing these panels for free and also paying. So we're like, fine. We'll do five hours. And we had to come up with shit. Yeah. We were just, like, showing music videos for two hours in, yep. in like, a fucking empty room. Yep. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> it was so stupid. And they didn't have a projector or screen like most normal places do. This was in a hotel. Hotels have meeting rooms. They didn't put us in a meeting room with a projector or screen. We had to find a TV somewhere, use yeah. an HDMI cord into the computer and project it. And of course, no one was fucking there, so it's not like it mattered. <laughs> yeah. We had a grand total of like six people in our panel room, which... <laughs> Ouch, guys. Ouch. Yeah. And uh, just like... Oh, oh it, it was bad. The, no I think I remember what we did, too. We had two panels that we made into an hour and a half instead of an hour. <laughs> yeah. And then we decided to pull a bullshit panel out of our ass so that we could hit the five-hour mark. <laughs> and, it, and it 
it was like, Rachel, do you have all those music videos downloaded? And I was like, yeah, girl, I do. She's like, just play them. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> bitch, okay. It was like us in an empty room with, with like an Asian mom sitting in the back corner just yeah. like on her phone. Yep. <laughs> just playing music videos. Yeah. And not talking. And literally, like, playing music videos and not talking. <laughs> On a, on a TV with our laptop in I front just, of us. <laughs> just, wow, what a fucking icing on the goddamn cake. It was, oh my god, it was such a shit show. And, like, not only that, but, like, the way the convention was organized was a fucking shit show, too. There was supposed to be some scavenger hunt, and the people playing the scavenger hunt ripped apart the hotel! They and did. And then they got kicked out of the hotel the following year. Yep. So, like... It was bad, guys. It was really bad. And then, like, no one pre-registered because of everyone talked about how fucking horrible it was. Yep. Now it's dead. Ooh, yeah, girl. It was, uh, not good. No. One experience at a convention that I had, it was at AFO Anime Festival Orlando. Um, I was doing a panel, and they sent me for, like, a weird time, and I was like, you know, whatever. But they did comp my ticket, and they were very nice. But because it was at a weird time, I was like, eh, okay. So, like, six people showed up, but they put me in the largest fucking room imaginable. <laughs> so it looked extra bad. Oh, no. So it looked so bad, and I was like, oh, my God. Hey, guys, can you move up to the front? <laughs> it was so, like, I was just like, okay, Emily, just get through this. Just Get through this, and then you can go to downtown Disney. Yep. Like, Ooh. I mean, that was not AFO, like, convention staff. It's not on you guys. I was I was just sad at the turnout, but yeah. having the super big room and then six people, I was like, God, this is a bummer. Ugh. I mean, there are some situations where having, like, an intimate audience is nice, but if you're doing, like, a guess that K-pop tune and six people show up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh oh gosh. And um so this convention I will not name. I'm just not gonna name the convention. But um Kyle and I went to it and it was the worst convention I've ever been to in my entire life. They <laughs> there was no talk of, of panels on their website. I had to email someone and then he was like, Oh, well what do you want to do? And I Sent that to him, and he's like, oh, okay, well, we're talking, and we might get you a code for discount tickets. And I'm like, discount tickets? What the fuck? And, guys, it was, like, $45 for the full weekend. And to put that in perspective, how much is MomoCon? $60. For four days? Yes. And this was two days? This was a three-day. And it, it was, it had, like, supporting actors from whatever fuck CW show, so... So, projected attendance for this con. Not very much. And MomoCon's average attendance. Thousands upon thousands. Yeah. Probably more than 10,000. So, not much bang for your buck. No. And the only reason I wanted to go that I, like, submitted my panel was because there was a famous actor who was going to be there. And I was like, I want to meet him. Um, And then, of course, after I, like, submit everything and, like, commit to this convention he cancels yeah so if they ever had him at all i'm not conspiracy saying, theory i'm not saying that um but 
Yeah, and so they wouldn't comp us, and then um, they gave us a discount, but it wasn't for that much, and then it was on Ticketfly, which has incredible fees. Ticketfly has insane fees. Yeah. And I'm like, great. We also had to pay for parking, which was super annoying, and then when we get to the convention, they didn't have a projector, speaker, or anything, they just had a stage and a microphone. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I explained what I needed, and it's like, nothing. Nothing. I thought this was going to be like, oh, this is a convention. You should have these things available. Nothing. And then the person who was running the panels wouldn't even come meet us because they were too scared about, like, a confrontation. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be dramatic at all, but what the fuck? It's, it's like, you can't do your panel without that stuff. I had to give, like, a weird TED talk. <laughs> It it was weird, and, like, it was so bad. And this whole convention was in, like, two fucking rooms. It was bad. Kyle and I just fucking left. Friday, <laughs> we paid for a weekend. We just left and hung out with our friend. Like, we went to a different city and hung out with our friend. It was really, really bad. If you guys want to hear more about this, talk to me in person. I'll give you more details about what it was and who I was dealing with. Um, what other conventions have we been to um, that we were panelists? When UCF had a student con, we went there. We've done FreeCon a couple yeah. times. Our experiences at FreeCon have varied. Some were great. One time they scheduled us for a, a weird time on a Friday and no one came. More scheduling stuff. Yeah, and sometimes we, we were in like a really small room. Like again. incredibly small. Yeah, but like that's seats 10. <laughs> yeah, but that's like the student union's issue. Exactly. Yeah, that's not their issue at all. Um, in general, FreeCon staff is also extremely nice. Oh, um, yeah, they were super nice. Yeah. Just... And NitroCon, they had pretty nice rooms as well. What happened to that? They're, they don't have it anymore. I don't remember why. I'm not really sure why either, but um, all our interactions with them were fine. Although I do remember I was having to pay for our tickets. I believe it was like $5. Yeah, it was like $5. So. Yeah. And I remember having an okay time. I don't remember much about it, though. Yeah, I mean, we weren't, like, having a, a raging, hooting, hollering good time, but, I mean... I really do think that if you're going to be spending your time and energy on a panel, that they should let you in for free, because it's free programming. It's not like you have to pay some voice actor to sit right. a pla in a place for an hour. Um, And, you know, you have to fill a schedule. Like, the yeah. con that I'm not going to talk about only had, like, two fan panels, and everything else was just, like, Q&As with B-list actors. It's, like, that gets so boring. Yeah, it really does. I also think that, you know, if, if you are considering doing panels at a convention, I highly recommend doing a panel that at a low-stakes place, like SwampCon, or another student-run convention, like FreeCon. You're probably not going to get a huge turnout, and you haven't really uh, spent or lost anything to do the panel. I mean... Yeah, when I found out that I got accepted for a Dragon Con panel, I didn't know what room I was going to be in, and I was, like, super afraid, um, and I was like, fuck, I'm going to be too nervous, I'm going to stutter, like, my, my PowerPoint's not going to work, uh, I'm freaking out, uh, but it turned out to be totally fine. Um, so, yeah, let's leave that here, and next time we will give you some tips and tricks on how to effectively make a panel and be a panelist. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening to this. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on <laughs> Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find all our episodes on Podbean um, and any podcast app that you like. 